Hello, Fly Nation, and welcome to the Freestyle Your Life podcast, the one and only podcast inspiring you to live your authentic greatness while teaching you that less is more. I'm your host, Anesta Kallet-Zimmermann. I'm on my mission to help you to be the hero you were meant to be and to live what you came for in life and in business. Remember, the quest we came here for is to discover our true nature, explore our potential and share it by living. This is Kiera Yalte, is it right? Yes, that is correct. Thank you. Yes, on the Fly podcast uh, tonight. It's uh, half past uh, seven here in Germany uh, p.m. And uh, we will be exploring um, what Kiera does. And I'm very excited because she is a grandmaster in Reiki. She's doing access bars. So... You need to tell us more about that. I, I do it myself and I really, I like it, but maybe our listeners uh, don't know what we are talking about. So you will explain it to us. This is a real um, good method to, um, to, to do healing on ourselves. That's why I love it so much. And we both are fans of um, discovering life in a sort of a new way and uh, to see possibilities instead of just problems and to ease joy and uh, what I discovered and why we are here and why this is called the freestyle your life is um, that we sabotage ourselves with plenty of things that's better because, yeah, I couldn't see you in, in the dark there. That's better with the light now. She just turned on her light. So, um, <clears throat> well, we, we took on so much in life and uh, a lot of that uh, doesn't suit us and doesn't help us and doesn't lead us any further. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of, um, of, of letting go and, 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 and really freestyle myself from from things that that are obviously not good for me as i turned into illness that's how i react how my my body reacts if i don't listen to my soul so um it's sort of like the the, the soul tells my body now i tried but she doesn't listen now it's your turn that's the feeling i get there so i will be I'm excited to hear how you um, feel it, and um, that's uh, that's what we are talking about. So happy to have you on the Fly Podcast. Welcome again, and this is your stage. Thank you, thank you, thank you for having me here, and I am delighted to uh, share some of my stories and knowledge I have on certain. On healing modalities and indeed the bars are an excellent modality I that is my favorite one because so many people ask for it yeah I love it yeah and I also do it by distance mm-hmm mm-hmm and that that is amazing. Uh, maybe you could give us a, a impression uh, or example take just take me so the listeners can uh, because it is it's not that common so not not many people know it right no. No. so that would be uh, my favorite topic if you would share 
um, how it works and how, how all this goes. Yes, now the bath is a process which is channeled by a Russian monk, and I can't remember the name exactly anymore, but it's channeled to Gary Douglas, who is the founder of Access Consciousness. Yes. And I shall I tell you a story how I got into the bars, which is really kind of uh, interesting because I was living in uh, on an island in the Pacific o uh, Ocean at the time. Yeah. Where I had gone to write a book, which I did, and then I got involved with. Uh, I had a relationship with a local person there, and that went all. He betrayed me on all levels you can imagine. Okay, uh, and, okay. Well, uh, please tell us where have you been? Because I know you have been on the water, you have been sailing for quite a while in, oh, in different <laughs> countries there and being uh, yeah, on, on the seaside. And uh, I, I, uh, I'm a total fan of, of water, so I did sail with my dad nearly all over. Yes. Um, so I, I am totally related to that, but uh, uh, share for, for our listeners, because I, I know a lot of you because I prepare for the interview, but of course the listeners don't, yeah. so you need to tell something about what you did. Now, I, in the late 90s, when I also became a Reiki Grandmaster, I ran a guest house. And yes. my, I didn't, I'm not someone who likes to go out for work and I didn't have to but I, I like to do something and uh, after I did it seven or eight years I decided and we, we moved and we moved to a beautiful place but and I started the Reiki practice there from the house which went really well and I did it in uh, in a hotel where they had a gym so I treated people there but I decided I wanted to go on a trip, yes. not as a but, mother, but, but not as a wife. Tell us, uh, Kiera, please tell us, uh, where was the guest house? Where was it located? It was in the UK, in Kent. Yes. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, so then I decided I wanted to go on a trip again, because I like traveling, I like movement. Yeah, movement. me too, I love to travel. And I mean, being stuck, not stuck, but being committed to a guest house for eight years, that was like a long yes. period. Yes. So I decided to go to, ne to Nepal. Why? Uh, I wasn't sure. I wanted to go to Tibet, but that was so, so much faster with visa. So I decided to go to Nepal. And I had such a wonderful time there. It was absolutely, I, I felt I came home there. Yes. Yeah, I felt I came home. And the people there it's so amazing and and as a woman you can uh, is it uh, dangerous to travel no, there not at all the people are lovely they're very honorable and they no i had an, and i went trekking uh did the annapurna track no i had the most wonderful time mm -hmm. but, and then i came back and then uh, my marriage didn't fulfill me and so mm -hmm. i after a year longer, I decided to leave. And that's when I started on my sailing journey. Yeah. And first, uh, where did I go? Oh, first, we, first I went to the Mediterranean and I didn't like the Mediterranean that much because it's kind of limited. So I flew over to, with, with a partner I had then, uh, over to um, 
Maryland in the States, where I mm -hmm. bought a different boat, a beautiful uh, boat, which was called the uh, Abiquate, which, which is from the, uh, from the uh, indigenous uh, Ameri uh, American Indians there. And that means a cradle on the water. So my heart felt that was my boat. And from there, we sailed to uh, Bermuda and then to the Caribbean. And after many years of cruising, I got a bit sick of cruising because it gets, it's really hard work. It's not in paradise, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's a lot of work. And so then uh, I decided I want to go chefing on catamaran boats. Mm -hmm. You get like uh, six to eight uh, Americans, mainly. And you entertain them for seven days on the water and you take them to all islands. And I love yes. that. I love people. So I was totally in my element. And then later we moved that, we did that in the, in the Caribbean. And later we moved on to Belize. And mm -hmm. we did it there for um, two years, I think, nearly. But I did, it, I did it for two years, but my partner, he was fed up with it. So he left. So I went with a local skipper and did it. And I just absolutely am in my element because mm -hmm. I love cooking. Mm -hmm. And then I was pulled over the anchor roller. So I couldn't work for a couple of months. So and then I decided to go back to St. Martin. And oh, I love St. Martin. Oh, yeah. I nearly moved down there. Did you? Yeah. Uh, then, yeah. 17, 18 years ago. Yeah, yeah, I spent many months there. It was a really on, fun time. On the French side or on the Dutch side? Both. In the daytime, we would go to the French side, have lunches and all that. And then in the evenings, we uh, would go to the Dutch side, shooting pool and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's such a yeah. shame. It got so damaged yeah. by, the, yeah. by the hurricane. Yeah. I was uh, when the hurricane uh, hit Barbados and and uh, and Tortola and all the islands and Barbuda. I love Barbuda so much, and it's nearly it 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 was yeah. flat. And uh, Saint Martin. Well, I for so many years, every year I've been in Saint Martin because yeah. I have friends down there, and um, it, it my heart was nearly. Uh, nearly turn away when, when I saw that. And uh, I was with friends in, in Barbados and uh, we, we, well, we had, we did experience storm, but not of course like, uh, like the, the islands there, but uh, the water was coming everywhere, even in the house. We, we have not, not been on the ship uh, by that time. It was terrible. And all the um, forces flying um, with uh, with um, special machines to to give help. There was a inner Caribbean uh, uh, help uh, help uh, with uh, with doctors and with uh, planes, and everybody gave what he had for the islands that uh, suffered so much. It was terrible there. Okay, okay. I did interrupt interrupt you. No, no, that's okay. What year was that? This was, I haven't been there last year, two years. This was, okay. um, uh, uh, I think it was Irma, Hurricane okay. Irma. Yeah, no, I was September, in September. Uh, this September, it's two years, yes. 
Okay, and I I was in Grenada when we were in St. Lucia because mm -hmm. uh, Ivan was going to miss St. Lucia and then it turned. Uh, but we sailed, oh, it was heading for St. Lucia, so we decided to go to Grenada and while we were on the water it had turned and it came to Grenada. So we just were there a day, we didn't even have time to stock up on anything. And so we had a massive hurricane there and we were lucky enough to be able to stay because our boat just landed on a soft beach. So it wasn't really damaged. And we were allowed to stay in the house above our boat with uh -huh. uh, to a veterinarian who had gone to another island. And we stayed there in the house for three months before before anything could be shifted and but it was a special time it mm -hmm. was very scary because we went to uh, we went to shore and we stayed in an uh, like a guest house and then the it was all concrete but then the ceiling came down so we were in the bathroom and then in the eye of the storm we went to the reception area and yeah it wasn't really but i'm never scared mm -hmm. i don't get scared I don't know how that happens, but I never feel scared. But that was an, indeed, and for the locals as well, and it was so, so sad. Yeah, so it, it was really terrible. And uh, uh, as we have uh, lots of um, um, US citizens here, that was, it was widely announced, right? It doesn't came out of the sudden. The news were bringing it on and on and on. And it started in the Miami area. So, um, so over there, people prepared and took gas and, 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 and really food for a long period to be prepared. And everybody wanted to get rid of the Miami area there. And um, it, it, was, it was a mess, right? just of being afraid of the hurricane coming because it was announced yeah. and it came, of course. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know how I do that because uh, my first trip from, from the UK to the, to, uh, to the, on the way to, uh, to Spain, we got caught in a Bay of Biscay. Mm -hmm. We had three farms in two days mm -hmm. and it was horrendous, the, the, the storm. It was so big. I mean, when we were in the trough of the wave, then the, the, the next wave was like as high as our mast. So it was really like an, a great initiation into the sailing trip. But uh, yeah, we all are well and nothing really. We had a little bit of damage, but not too bad. But the luck with you. Yes, yes, I think so. Uh, where was I with my story? I can't remember. Do you, you've just been in, in uh, Grenada. You wanted to go to Grenada because uh, St. Lucia was about to get uh, caught by the hurricane and then it turned over there. That's, sometimes it happens like that. It's yeah. announced, right? And yeah. they do all the forecasts and everything, but it's still nature and the hurricane turns yeah. and you're just going the wrong way. <laughs> sometimes we need luck also right it's not that we can uh, um, we can uh, um, know everything in advance no 
Yeah, so the, my sailing life is really uh, beautiful and um, I have a lot of happy memories and you become like a family on the water. You yeah. know, you meet up with, with people, you know, because it, no one has family around them. So yeah. you meet with friends again in another harbor. It was a really yeah. lovely time. It was a really good time. But yeah. then uh, I, as I became chef on the, on the big yachts, from Americans and I did that for maybe a year and a half mm -hmm. and then uh, in 2008 it all started chartering started going down because of the financial situation yes and then I decided to oh I visited my daughter and I think so because two of my children live in Australia mm -hmm. and How did they come there uh, my da my daughter was working at a uh, school here in England. She was um, like, um, I said, Mom, I haven't even got enough money to repair my car, really. I said, come to the Caribbean and work on a yacht for a few years. You earn really good money. Yes. And it's really fun. So she did that. And then she, the captain on one of her boats she was working on, they fell in love and they're Happily, and he came from Australia, so. Ah, that's why. The yeah. love was it again. Yes, yes. And then my oldest son, he came, he came maybe three, four years. He decided to go there and he's, he met a boss there. He worked in the UK for, and he's now working there and he's married there as well. And he's very happy there. He loves it. And the weather is so beautiful yeah and my youngest son he's just came back from australia he'd been there for two years and uh he's now just moved um here in bristol ah oh, okay i've been to bristol yes yeah oh, and uh yeah i like to have adventurous kids but the funny thing yeah. is my parents were going to go and emigrate to australia they had all the visas already my father was a farmer and he already knew what farm he wanted to buy. And then he told his mother that, he, that they were going to uh, emigrate to Australia. And she said, if you do that, you'll be the cause of my dad. And he didn't go. But now my children are there, which is absolutely like, it's yeah. like, a, yeah, meant to be. Yes, my, my son uh, took off also. He's in Vancouver, he's already one year. And he was supposed to come back after one year, so work and travel, right? But um, no, he just said, uh, Mom, I love Canada so much and it's so nice. And he's in Whistler, which is the skiing area there. He's a really yeah. skiing crack. And um, he's working there and he's just in, enjoying, enjoying so. himself. And uh, yeah, he doesn't want to. He wants to yeah. stay. Now my youngest son is contemplating to go to Canada. He he's drawn to Canada as well. So that'd be really great, another country to visit. Yeah. <laughs> Have yeah. You been there? No, not yet. And I didn't uh, go when we met in Tampa. I I thought <laughs> of maybe going there, but I was too much in the pressure because of the launch of the yeah. podcast, and I didn't have no time. And I thought he was coming back, but now I know he's not coming back. And uh, 
uh, sooner or later at the end of the year or beginning next year, at the latest, I will go there too. Yeah. So. Yeah, that'd be wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, but the, I totally agree with you. The the feeling on a sailing boat and meeting the people there because everybody is uh, is free and uh, most of the most of the boat people are they are just relaxed and chilled, right? So yeah. Uh, um, yeah. I I always loved that. So the last time I was sailing was actually um, to Nassau on the Bahamas. Okay, and yeah. uh, I was there sailing two weeks with my dad as uh, being skipper. I never made the licenses because I always was uh, with him. And uh, my son actually did the license, um, the sailing license there. And uh, we were cruising all around the Bahama Keys. Oh, it's so lovely. It's unbelievable. It's without words. Yeah. Now, I, ha I am a day skipper. I don't think they trust me at night. <laughs> mm -hmm. so, uh, and I did all a lot in the radio, how to use that. I did lots of that kind of stuff because I thought if, if you're together on a boat and something happens to the captain, I have to need to know what to do. Yes. That's why I did it, not out of a passion of wanting to know. <laughs> but right. you know, it, it'd be a bit silly not to know how to steer the boat and all that kind of stuff and moor it. And yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's definitely a good idea. Yeah. So now let's, let's, go, let's go back to, to uh, Access Bar's uh, career. Yeah. We, we talked no. a little bit here for, for, yeah. uh, of, of our voyages and... Uh, um, so uh, please explain uh, what it is and how you uh, use it as a method. Now I shall, I shall explain how I got there. That is very quick. It's like I was living in Fiji, but as I if up on an island um, in the Pacific Ocean, and I this relationship was totally wrong. And one day I sat at a desk because he was a lawyer, or he is a lawyer, and. I knew everything was wrong. And I said out loud to the universe, really with so much emotion and feeling in my heart, I choose for happiness now. And I knew instinctively that I had to choose and take action on it. Yes. I went for a week away to Australia to see my daughter and I came back and I knew, you know, you feel the energy in a place when everything yeah. isn't right. And then uh, we had the farm there of I had the farm there, it's now his, I think. And um, he would go to the farm every weekend and I couldn't go because I had all uh, boils on the back of my legs. I couldn't, I, and you had to wade through a river. No, that just is from what I learned later. It is from anger, which is not expressed. Yes. I'm so angry and it started with one and they were all on my, all on my legs, so I couldn't, I didn't want to go to the farm, which was very Yeah, so, but your body told you oh, yeah. uh, and yeah. showed you this, uh, there's something absolutely not okay, right? Yeah. and You I, had the feeling you should separate, but you didn't want to leave the farm, right? No, it's, it's just a, a multitude 
multitude of reasons why not i think and not and one mm. of them is not seeing the reality as it was maybe in the beginning mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then uh and also i was so skinny i was so skinny i i i ate biscuits and chocolates and any any rub is to just put weight on but nothing put weight on I was like, I once saw a picture of myself and it looked like a skeleton, really. <laughs> it was so bad. Okay. But, and, but anyway, so then I opened his computer because my computer was, was uh, not working. And on there was a file to the police and, they, and it said his name and then another woman's name and from the farm, which was actually mine. And... I had to and it was in the weekend and I had to speak to someone. I didn't want to call my children because it, you know, that's, I didn't feel like it. And I, my friends in, in Europe, I didn't want to bother. And in that week I had been at my daughter's after the choosing the happiness, I had picked up a little book or I had picked up some books in a secondhand shop, healing books and whatever, because there isn't much choice in Fiji. Mm -hmm. I, stood at a till and I turned around and there was a little book where I had been looking and it stood there looking at me. It's curing the incurable. I thought, oh, I'll pick that up. Perfect for me, curing the incurable. Mm -hmm. And that was a book which was written by Liam Phyllis, um, mm -hmm. who does the bars. Mm -hmm. So I Googled his, and why I called him, um, I called him because I needed to speak to someone. He had lived in the same road as my daughter. I thought that's enough connection. I'll give him a call. Yeah. And we had a lovely chat and um, he said, oh, do you want me to come to Fiji for the bars? I said, no, I'm leaving here and I will um, have, you know, when I'm, I didn't have any money to come really. And then he gave me, because someone had left me a boat and he gave me, and there was a buyer, but he never would buy. You know, it was there for, for six months. And then he gave me a process from access consciousness. What will it take for the boat to sell with total ease and everything that doesn't allow this to happen with total ease, I destroy and uncreate, right or wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nice yard boys and beyonds. And he said, say it 20 times, they hang it up everywhere. And I did that. And... I started that on the Sunday and then the next Thursday I said to uh, my partner, I said, I will have an email next Monday that the boat is sold. That came on Tuesday because the boat was in Panama and then I uh, could leave, which I did. And I had the, I booked uh, the bars with Liam. He did the class. He came to Cairns for me to do the class. He has more people there mm -hmm. and that's how I got into it. And I, Within a month, my weight has put, was put on again. Mm -hmm. It was absolutely amazing. I, it was really good. And the bars is a process where you touch, uh, there are like 32 points on your head. It's for money, gratitude, joy, sadness, healing, um, mm -hmm. communication, aging, mm -hmm. you know, and, uh, for the body and one for sexuality and then you have many many points and you touch them lightly but the first bar which i use the first bars i use the most for the person when they come for the first time is the implant band because the implant band has all the limiting belief systems we 
have mm -hmm. from this life and from past lives and, mm -hmm. and everything we take on from the teachers, from our yeah. parents and all that. And I, sometimes that's the only PowerPoint I use. And then you always close it up with a, with a process, with doing three different PowerPoints. And it, it's, it's amazing the results people get yeah. from it. Could, could, could uh, we do an example? It's a bit, uh, no, it's a bit of an, because then I go silent. I never speak when I do it. So it might be a little bit uh, oh. uh, complicated. I can, yeah, because I don't talk when I do the bars. Yeah. Do you talk when you do the bars? I'm not doing them on people. I'm doing it for myself. I'm practicing it as one method. Okay, yeah. But I do a lot of tapping. Oh, you do tapping, yeah. Yeah, I don't... Uh, tapping, I'm not drawn to tapping. I know it works for some people, but I never felt like drawn to that. But the bars is absolutely like, uh, yeah, magical in many ways. Mm -hmm. So that's how I so, came. To so, the uh, but the people then, they uh, your clients, they have to come to see you at your place, or how do you? You cannot work with them over uh, over the internet. Uh, yeah, no, I just do it when I. What I do is I arrange a time with them when they just go. I said, "What time are you going to sleep tonight?" Mm -hmm. And then. Uh, we agree on 10 o'clock, say, for instance. And then I mm -hmm. wait a half an hour because otherwise they, they lay there waiting, you know, for, for it to start. So they will just go to sleep and I do it when they're asleep. And then I just do it uh, by distance. It's really, it's as powerful as uh, hands-on. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. And I did it on my... Uh, ex-husband he was in total overwhelm he'd left his business and of yeah he was totally frustrated and left a good and left a, a good client he had and everything and he was totally in overwhelm and he said can you can you do the bars on me and i did it and the next morning he went to the bathroom and he looked in his own eyes in a mirror and he couldn't stop laughing <laughs> he, about the stupidity that he was so overwhelmed by it all and he was it, it makes people feel so much lighter it makes people see the futility and of all these heavy emotions we take on yes and it was absolutely and i did the same on the on the person i was in the in, with in fiji because he sometimes asks for the bars mm -hmm. I do and then yeah he had the same he also that was really interesting he also looked in his own eyes in a mm -hmm. mirror mm -hmm. and the same kind of feeling he yeah so that was really but I yeah it's it's really easy to do and I, I love doing it because I know people uh, have such benefits from it mm -hmm. but I also did the excess uh, consciousness the body processes so I do that as well yes and then I also do the Belvaspata healing, which is healing of the heart, which I, uh, I studied for oh, six years with uh, Almin Barton from Spiritual Journeys. Mm -hmm. and, 
and she's an amazing mystic, mystic and visionary, and she brings forth so much information. Mm-hmm. But then I realized that basically stopped me doing something. You know, you have always these webinars and all these courses. And a couple of years ago, I thought I'd just stop. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you never do anything but yeah. learn more and learn more. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm so such a, a knowledge junkie, and yeah. and I have such a wide variety of yeah. topics that are interesting for me. And yeah, but uh, you end up uh, be be the learner all day, right? And uh, yes. and and time goes by, and you did uh, forget to inter- implement. Implementation yes. is key. Every all knowledge is is nothing when not implemented. No, and um, as I love the healing, but I also uh, last August I suddenly had this feeling come over me that I also like to be uh, be a teacher from whatever um, spiritual teacher. Yeah, and. Um, because I love speaking and two years before that I had gone to Melbourne to do a public speaking course. I don't know why I wanted to do a public speaking course, but obviously they knew my soul knew before I knew that I ended up doing that of wanting to be a speaker. And, um, I also do, um, I'm a happiness coach. I coach mm-hmm. people in how, um, yeah, how to create happiness, an inner happiness. Yes. Because most people look on the outside for happiness. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. yeah I have um, had a very varied life and, and I'm very grateful for that to f- follow my joy in life. Yeah, that's wonderful. But, uh, well, uh, what I learned in my life lessons, and that have been so many, oh my gosh, <laughs> um, is that happiness and fulfillment comes from the inside out, right? Yeah. yeah. So um, if if we we don't come to a place of self love of of really being the best parents we maybe never had and uh, being our best friend and and uh, for the inner child still mm. crying. Uh, um, because of uh, whatever happened, and um, yeah, it's our turn to 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 heal ourselves, right? And to to uh, there's so many methods uh, we we could uh, take on, and and I still believe there is n- not everything is a fit for all, right? So yeah. tapping might be uh, perfect for me, but it's not. Uh, congruent and not not synergetic with you. No, no, no. That's right. True. But still, the 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 method may be good, but it's not no fit for all, right? Yeah. And um, that's why we have to just uh, try uh, try on. I I've tried so many uh, methods on myself. Uh, uh, everything yeah. I, t- I tried on myself first. And um, that, um, yeah, what, what didn't work, of course, I'm not even talking about, right? And <laughs> what did work on, on me doesn't mean it works on yeah. you. 
yeah. right? Because we are all uh, we all have a different uh, um, energetic uh, signature, and 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 this all is a is a huge system, and that's why. Um, not everything is, is, is for us, right? So we have to try and see. And if, uh, if one method is not the right one, as it yeah. shows, then it's totally okay. Then we have others to try, right? Yeah. There is no need or must, I, I, I must do this. No. Yeah. The, the, the key is to, to free yourself and to... to to yeah, come back to balance, but not to push. No, but the thing with the bars is because as uh, as explained, is like you have, uh, um, during the class as well, the bars class. It's like you have humans and you have humanoids, and when you the the humans are compared to the cows, they go. They know they get milk twice a day, they go to the field, they eat the grass, and then they go back to the stable to be milked, and they know the routine. They, they can't vary yeah. from, from their yeah. own. Yeah. Humanoids, they are compared to, uh, to the horses. They love jumping around and exploring new, new yeah. and Yes. So, and the bars is more, is more effective often on humanoids, people who are in that way, you know, who, who are not stuck in one place and they can't see yeah. how they move out of the insecure thing. And the horses, they don't care, you know, they, they are happy and they jump over the fences and but the cows, yeah. they, they could jump over the fence too, but they don't have no. the ability to think like that. Yes, yes, totally. So that, and I have noticed that as well with people, if they are human, they don't really get it. They have a little bit of it, but they don't have the enormous benefits as as a humanoid, mm -hmm. which is uh, very interesting as well. So and uh, yeah, and having an inner happiness, which I started cultivating by because I I obviously there is not a manual how to create inner happiness. So what I did intuitively every morning when. Before I was really awake, I, I said to myself, today is going to be the happiest day of my life. And then you bring these energies in your day by making a mm -hmm. statement like that. And mm -hmm. it took a while, I think, but I'm always happy now. I'm joyful and things still happen, but I deal with them in a very lighthearted way. And it doesn't um, affect my inner joy and happiness. Yes. Which is really amazing. <laughs> yeah, and we, we can, uh, yeah, we can do so so much by uh, um, by by changing ourselves and changing uh, the environment if we realize what we are in or what we are living mm -hmm. in or in the partnership. Like you knew, uh, you have to break uh, free there, break break out there. Um, yeah. If it's not the right thing, rather than self-sabotaging and killing us our, uh, by, by going on, which yeah. would be really stupid um, to do that, um, we, we um, need to take the leap of, of oh, my dog is walking there. <laughs> 
What a big dog. Yeah, yeah, he's a big one. <laughs> he's a big one. She's always there and listening. She doesn't understand no English, but uh, <laughs> she, she's yeah. with, uh, with me all the time. And now she thinks, uh, oh, it's getting dark. It's night and we are still in the office. <laughs> so, yeah, but she always loves to be around. And um, yeah, so um, this is, it's our turn to change, right? Like yes. you, you realized, uh, well, there is, it's not the right place anymore. And you took off to sail and, and, and love to, to, uh, to um, travel. And like, like me, right? I, uh, I uh, rearranged my whole business to have, most of it in in the laptop so i can travel and be free and work wherever i'm going and um, this is freedom for yeah. my consideration might be completely different for, for somebody else but we have to discover what it is for us right mm -hmm. and what i um what I uh, love to uh, motivate and inspire my uh, my community here is is to to take the leap of faith and and really go for what they want and discover what it is and then go for it, right? Because yeah. um, life passes, time passes so quick, and time is uh, the greatest asset of all. Yeah, and we yeah. just let it go by right so every i have so many people i i'm i'm observing from the from the distance and and they are like oh um hopefully it will be this evening and it will be weekend soon and it will be holidays and it will be retirement yes they living from break to break right but yeah. uh but yeah but the time goes by so quick so um Maybe you don't have to work anymore if you're retired, if you're waking, waiting for that. But then the, the unlucky thing is you're old, right? And also, I, I believe if you, if you follow your purpose of your soul, then it's not work. Yeah. It's not work. It's, it's a joy to do it. Yes. And that, that's what I, I just uh, had, uh, had um, the talk about it uh, this afternoon because I said, uh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm outsourcing and, and doing everything uh, that I don't like, like taxes and, and the technical stuff. This is, I'm not <laughs> paid for that. And I have my assistant. I gave my taxes to the accountant and uh, I'm, I could be interviewing, chatting and talking with the people all day long, right? Yeah. This is, for me, it's totally, it's, it's, it's just nice. But yeah. uh, if I have to take, uh, to make uh, taxes for the first quarter, as I had to do this morning, um, it, it sucks. For me, yeah. it sucks, right? And, and so uh, I, um, I'm outsourcing everything that is not, making me uh, happy and, 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 and bringing me joy. No, no, I did the same with the guest house because I thought I'll go to a business course before the, because the house wasn't finished yet. I thought I'll take a business course, how to manage my business. 
And then I went once and then my father passed away. So I missed two weeks. And then I came back and the, the cars hadn't continued because there weren't enough people on the car. So I called the guy who ran the cars and he became my accountant. And all I did was put all my receipts in a plastic bag and hand them over. And that's all I did. I'm not into that. I, would, I, I don't enjoy that. So I never did anything like that. Yeah, but we still so many of us here and, and uh, myself included for a really long time. Uh, we, we, we think we have to and what other people think and all these things. And we put ourselves into a struggle and problems. Uh, and, and, and yeah, I, I, I really have a resistance to do the, the, the tax stuff there with, with the numbers. Yeah. It's, it's just, oh, there's no. nothing I can feel. I can, it's, it's yeah, for me, it's just, it just sucks. But uh, there are people that love to do that. They are great at it, right? Oh. And, and they should do it. I, yeah. It's not my work, so I well, don't have to even to touch it. I, if I have my three opinion. pieces of paper, I yeah. get them in a model. I, I'm just not an engineer. Oh, when I see all the paper all on, on two desks, why is terrible? <laughs> But I, I'm nearly done with it today anyway. But what also was very interesting, when I had just clearly made the decision that I was going to leave and I knew I was leaving, suddenly, because the person I was with was quite tall, but I became taller than him. And I asked Liam about it. He said, because humanoids, they cut every bit of themselves off energetically. They cut the arm off to fit better in this, and they cut the legs off so they fit better in the relationship, and they do everything to, to fit in. Yes. And it was like, I, because I said before I left, I said, I'm taller than you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he said, you are. And that mm -hmm. became, because I had claimed myself again. I had put all my pieces back together again. Yeah. And that was so interesting to see that. Yeah. But um, yeah, the bars is phenomenal. And um, the Belvaspata, that is angel healing, and that goes with light and frequency. It's a non-touch healing modality. And yeah. you work with sigils. With, a sigil is like, an, we could say, like a heart has got many, many different meanings, doesn't it? If you look, think of a heart drawn. But a sigil only has one, one purpose. One is for the connection to the angel, and then you have the, an other sigil which is the healing quality you call upon. So you call upon the angel with the healing quality and then yeah. you also... So that's also a very special, and that's by Elmine Barton. And that's yeah. also a very special, uh, but people aren't ready for it yet. Yeah, I know. But uh, Kira, do you have it on your website? So uh, as I will mention, uh, everything I could, uh, remember or write down here and uh, so people could look it up right yeah. yeah and on there is also a blog post about the bars and with yeah. a little video with what it uh, okay what it does in the body yes and because people have um, had also physical problems really healed with the bars mm -hmm. okay yeah it's really uh, it's amazing how it works
Yeah, I will. Uh, I will mention that in the show notes because we are really on the uh, at the end now, um, to, so the people can look it up. Yeah, and uh, can find you in case they have uh, uh, problems or want to work together or whatever. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Okay. Yes, and uh, it was delightful to speak with you. Yeah, it was lovely. <laughs> it was lovely. Yes, it was indeed. Yeah. And, uh, this must be your last interview for the day. I yeah, know. because I, I'm I'm realizing my eyes get really uh, tired now. Okay. But it's a uh, quarter past eight in the evening, so uh, I will uh, give myself a relaxation now. Because yeah, after no. three interviews, you know, I'm still German, so I have to uh, pay clear attention and. Uh, um, yeah, I, I, I want to highlight my speakers, of course, but I want to also have my listeners out there, inspiration. So, um, yeah, I'm sort of moderating this here, but uh, some speakers, they, they, they don't go on speaking, speaking right fluently and others, they speak and speak and speak and without point. And this is, uh, every, you know, it's not good for the listeners. They after a while it it, it gets boring, and if somebody's on the line on a, it's like radio here, right on the podcast, and yeah. there is nobody speaking, then this is not bad good. for them, right? There is nothing. Yeah. No, if then, you see yeah. each other like we do now, but I'm not taking this for the podcast. I'm taking this for the online summit. So okay. on the online summit, you can listen and people see exactly we are sitting there side by side, right? Okay. Yeah. 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 But on the podcast, people don't yeah. see the the pictures. No. They just hear. And yeah. if there is too long, nobody talking, right? Yeah. Then it's boring for them. Yeah. Now, luckily, we didn't have that problem. <laughs> yeah. So then I have to interfere. But on the other side, I don't want to interrupt your thought. And yeah, that's, uh, that's sort of uh, tricky sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, but three interviews at one day is really enough. So I... I did my best today and <laughs> I'm done for today. Okay, but thank you very much again for the invite. And Yeah, that was great and I will mention everything and we keep in contact. Okay, thank you, thank you, thank you. Right, all the best okay. to you, Kiera. Big hug. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening in. I hope you got new inspiration to seek help and surrender to love no matter what situation you're in. Hopefully you could take away that transformation is possible. By getting the right support, you can embrace life joyfully and enjoy your life on your own authentic terms. Please rate and review the Freestyle Your Life podcast on freestyle-your-life.com slash podcast if you like today's talk and make sure you qualify for the amazing I Love the Fly podcast giveaway by subscribing and referring three friends to the Freestyle Your Life podcast. 
All experts and myself are happy to assist and support you. Just reach out to us. Thanks for joining us today and don't forget to tune in next Thursday and listen in to your next inspiration on how to freestyle your life. You'll learn another priceless shortcut on how to break free and restyle your life on your own authentic terms. Becoming authentically you will ease your life and business. Remember Fly Nation, break free and fly. Looking forward to talk to you next Thursday. Bye.